We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. If you'd like to help us out, you can simply give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or perhaps your company would like to financially support us. There are now a couple of ways for you to do this. You can buy some advertising sponsorship from as little as $100 per month or you can now make fully tax-deductible donations via Functional Arts. Head to the website to find out more, thevalepodcast.com.au. Welcome to The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Welcome to this week's small episode of The Vale Podcast where Donnie is finishing his very last week of picking for the season. Charlie is in mourning over not being in California at the moment and I haven't been off the farm, well, I've been off the farm twice in maybe the last three weeks. Needless to say, things are a little slow for some of us right now, but never fear, Donnie is going to be back next week and we shall be talking to Noel Costa, who's an accountant, and he's going to tell us about all of the government subsidies and stimulus packages, etc., available for everybody, blockies, casual, the self-employed, etc., etc. This week, though, I thought I'd feature this little chat I had with a bloke called Mick. Mick is the Marketing and Commercial Partnerships Manager at Bendigo Stadium Limited who are the home of the WNBL team, the Bendigo Spirit. So last year I got a call from him with an idea to bring the Spirit to the region to do all of that stuff that national sports organisations and athletes should do with small communities. So I'll ask him that question and whether it's going to happen, but first we did get a little bit nostalgic, as happens when you're chatting to old friends. Hey, how are you, mate? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I see you're locked yeah. up at home. You're not at the stadium. Nah, no, the stadium is done. Let me just introduce you first because this thing records from the get-go. I'm loving Zoom at the moment, to be honest. It's great. So you're Mick. And did you go to school? Were you in my sister's year at Swan Hill College? Uh, I, was, uh, I was the year below Leah at school. Were you? So she's a, she's a year older than me, yeah. Okay. Anyway, ex-Swan Hill boy, now working for... Uh, Bendigo Stadium. No, no, we've just everybody's been stood down um, yep. because our entire operation um, has gone into shutdown uh, mm. with all the restrictions. So um, everyone's job will be there um, when things return back to normal. But uh, who knows what normal looks like on the other side? So no, things are things are okay. Um, yeah, so just uh, just looking for um, looking for some casual cleaning work or something at a hospital. There's plenty of that going around. There is all security. You're built to be a security guard. Have you got your, your ticket? Well, I, you know, I was a security guard for for a long time and uh, let my license lapse. Oh, geez, probably two Mick. years ago. So regretting regretting that. That's silly, isn't it? You, did you used to be a bouncer <laughs> at the commercial? Uh, yeah. So in uh, in my Swan Hill security days, I was at the Oasis first, and then to the commercial after that. So yeah. When someone time. says I was a bouncer at the Oe, it's <laughs> home. How old we are, Michael? Oh, it's there's a few years now. A uh, few years now, Jay. But it's you know, look, all great experiences, and um, you know, all of these things lead us to where we are today. So good times. Oh, that's it. The only word was good times too. 
<laughs> well, it depends when you were there and who you were there with, I think. But uh, for the most part, it was good times. Well, yeah, maybe not for the security staff, but for those of us who weren't working security, <laughs> it was pretty good times. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Plenty, uh, plenty of good times had. Yeah, I actually still call, so Kane Sparks, who works for council, he's now the, yep. um, the manager of the youth services. <laughs> I still can't help but call him DJ Sparks. It's just well, one of those you know, things. Sparksy's, um, Sparksy was probably one of the last uh, DJs at the Owie, I reckon. Um, mm. I, I sort of look back and I look at, um, you know, Tony De Palma, um, Jason Lanteri. Uh, Jason uh, Lanteri? Lan- what year yeah, was that? Uh, he was there for a while and then he moved up to the commercial uh, as well once the Owie closed down, so... Yeah, there was there's a few um, few DJs gone through uh, the Oasis in its time. So a friend of mine who now works in the UK and Europe as a an audio producer and taught me the art of audio production and um, and DJing. He had this great little um, this great little business model worked out where uh, Wes Lewis owned the commercial at the time. Mm-hmm. He had me DJing at the commercial. He was DJing at the Oe. And then when, because the commercial used to close before the OE, then we'd go in, I'd pack up at the commercial and then go up to the OE and help him Uh, do the last couple of hours. He had a monopoly on the whole DJ situation and the nightclub situation in Swanhill in those days. Yeah. And there's, I think that it must be a sound engineering thing because I I think, um, I remember Lenny uh, from the radio station, he was a DJ at the Oasis for a while as well. So Yeah, that's right. He was too. And he is still at 3SH. He is still at 3SH. Um, we could get into some stories about some nights at the Oasis. Let's not. So you've been working for Bendigo Stadium for how long? Uh, coming up two years um, in the marketing and commercial partnerships manager role. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's been, it, oh, look, it's a crazy, been a crazy two years. So in May of 2018, the new redevelopment, um, at Benigo Stadium was, uh, was launched. So $23.6 million redevelopment, um, three additional basketball courts, uh, that can form, um, one 4,000 fixed seat arena. Um, and we have had some of the biggest events uh, come through the stadium over the last two years since the opening of that new facility. So it's been a whirlwind. Um, it's and it will be. It'll continue to be a whirlwind um, when things get back to normal. You know, international, national events, um, sport and non-sporting events. It's it's really become. Um, you know, Bendigo in particular has become a real events mecca. It's so close to metropolitan melbourne that you know people can people can bring their events out here um you know target a whole new audience um and and we've got the facilities to be able to provide that for them so it's it's pretty exciting cheaper venue high too i would imagine rather than rod labor arena (laughs) yeah well i think you'll get us slightly cheaper than marvel stadium um (laughs) probably charging these days but um you might be able to get marvel stadium for nothing uh, as we currently speak because (laughs) yeah well neither neither place could operate at the minute but um yeah all of those things you know um great accommodation there's great cafes and restaurants just as there is up in the Sunraysia region, you know, the regional areas I think really thrive um, because of our hospitality industry. Unfortunately, 
feeling the pinch at the minute, but you know, we have some of the best cafes and restaurants in Australia, um, hands down. Mm. Well, well, we've got access to all of that fresh produce living in the food bowl of Australia, you know, got access to Absolutely. so much beautiful ingredients. Um, so the Bendigo Stadium is the home of the WNBL team Bendigo Spirit, correct? It is, yeah. So the the company or well, the organisation that I work for is Bendigo Stadium Limited. So we oversee the operations of Bendigo Stadium. We also own the WNBL licence for the Bendigo Spirit. So, um, yeah, it is the home of the spirit. Um, it'll continue to be the home of the spirit. And, you know, we're, we're just really excited for... Um, later this year when, you know, the 41st uh, season of the WNBL gets underway and, and we can't wait to be a part of it. The WNBL has paved the way for women in sport in Australia for close to 40 years and we are not slowing down. For 40 seasons, our WNBL has created Australian sporting legends, champions who have excelled at the Olympics, heroes who have taken on the best athletes from around the globe. These Australian icons are now mentoring our basketball stars of the future. We are women dominating the world stage. We are the WNBL. 41 seasons of the WNBL. Yeah, so this year we celebrated um, the 40-year anniversary of of the competition starting. It's the longest-running elite female sports competition in Australia. We're we're really proud to be a part of it. You think of some of the athletes um, that have played at the highest level in the WNBL and, and, you know, Lauren Jackson, who's Mm. now um, heads up the basketball department for Basketball Australia in the WNBL. Um, We're lucky enough to be the home of Christy Harawa, um, you know Michelle Timms, some of the great, um, some of the great basketballers in Australian sports history mm. um, have played in the WNBL, and and it's it's a it's a really proud tradition. Mm. And Tessa Levy, if we're talking locally, she's doing marvelous things. Oh, Tessa's Tessa's um, apart from her basketball ability, Tessa's one of the greatest individuals I've come across. Um, her work ethic, her mentality. Um, her desire to win uh, or to learn if, if winning's not on the table. Um, she is a quality human being um, and she just happens to be a bloody exceptional basketballer as well. Dufelmeyer goes all the way. That's fast. Fantastic ball movement there, Cogo. Here's Levy. Just gives it off. She'll have it. No, thought about it. Got around easily and got around Roberts a bit too easy there. They won't be happy with that, Hobart pretty silly when you're talking about someone who's done a lot lot of work. Oh, how about that steal? That's class from Tessa Levy. Just one to beat, which is green. Gives it across to Wilson, Andrea. And how about that? Says, I'll have it. Tessa Levy looks in the paint for Bianca Duffelmeyer. Thinks I'll go all the way. Duh, gets there. I didn't think it was going to go in. It was going to go the other side. Gave it to Duffelmeyer. Wasn't sure what it was for. Right behind Levy for three. And that is a three-banger. Ran into a brick wall, gave it up to Levy. You don't do that. Easy points. All tied up at the Bendigo Stadium. We are now. Doesn't worry about including anyone else in the game. Just does it herself. Tessa Levy. You know, he's, he's in the in the current Opal squad. They move uh, move the whole affair to 2021, and, and Tessa will get a shot at representing Australia again. I think that's they've made that decision, that call now, haven't they? It'll be Tokyo 2021. Yeah, look, it, it was a no. It, it had to be moved. Yeah. Um, the amount of money and infrastructure that's put in place to host an Olympic Games, um, 
you know, you only have to look at the changes that Sydney went through in 2000 or prior to 2000. But um, yeah, 2021 will be, it'll be a huge spectacle. Um, what a great way to come out of all the craziness um, that's happening now than, you know, to, to be looking forward to an Olympic year. It's, it's pretty exciting. I'm, a, I'm one of these glass half full. I'm one of those annoyingly positive people. There's always a silver lining. I'm looking at all the close down of sports and I'm like, yeah, but how much would your bodies be enjoying this right now? Look, I, I don't, I, I'm of the same opinion. Um, problem is I'm not an athlete, Jade, so I can't really comment on how they're dealing with the situation. Um, you know, I, I'm certain that the top level athletes um, would be absolutely doing their bit at home and, and making sure that they're staying in, in peak condition. And, you know, this is such a short-term thing. The world will get back to normal and sport will get back to normal. And these athletes will be at the peak of their game again. And 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 we all just have to look forward to that. You, you're right. The silver lining will be how much more will we enjoy these great sports and these great events having not been uh, exposed to them for, you know, whatever period of time this looks like. And how much better will the athletes perform when they're all coming off, you know, a few months of fresh legs? It's scary to think about it, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the big thing, I guess, with athletes, and again, I can't speak on behalf of them, but, you know, gameplay is what they need to to ensure that they they remain at the top of the of their craft. But, there's so much you can do at home now. I know there's there's so many things happening online at the moment in the basketball community that um, people can jump on. Matt Delavadova's the face of a, a program called Home Court, um, and it's it's a you know a digital um, uh, training course basically that where you can keep your skills sharp and, and keep working out at home. So this is home court, and I'm sure it's already being used by the young, the cool and the restless. But if you haven't seen it, jump on and have a look around. It's pretty cool. So, with a national sports franchise on our doorstep, can we get the organisation here for a big old showcase in Robinvale? And I don't know how much we can talk about this, but hey, you haven't got a job at the moment, so let's go for it. What's the possibility of getting uh, those WNBL players to Robinvale for a couple of clinics? Like we never get, the WNBL are a regionally based national team. And we've got Mildura Heat, but they're playing oh, the Big V competition. So yeah, Big V and CBL. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, which is great, but they're not a national, that's not a national competition. If we could get the WNBL here for a couple of clinics and maybe to play, they could play a Robin Vale mixed all-stars team. What are the chances, oh, do you think? Geez, there's some talented athletes come out of Robin Vale, um, so I'm sure you'll be able to put together some form of um, mixed uh, team to, to go up against the spirit. Look, we, as I said, we are where everything is moving in the direction that um, the the 2020-2021 WNBL season will run as normal. Um, two days ago, they they announced the uh, delay of the free agency period, which means you know all the clubs have access to all the athletes um, mm. until such time. We can only speak to the players that we currently have um, contracted from the previous season. Four of those, uh, or sorry, three of those have been signed already. Um, so that's that's a great start. Um, and look, we 
we are absolutely, um, as you know, Jade, we're, we're planning on bringing um, some pre-season activity for the Bendigo Spirit to Robinvale uh, and the Mildura region and, and also Swan Hill. We, we've got, um, as you said, Tessa Levy, who's, who's a Swan Hill girl, and um, she is absolutely, you know, excited about the prospect of a WNBL team being in, in the town that she grew up in. Um, it's it's a it's a thing that the AFL clubs in football world have been doing really well um, of recent years is is getting out into those regional areas and and really um, diving into those communities. I know up up that way, Richmond are are, um, are very active in particularly in Mildura, and and we would love to bring the spirit up there and um, you know give give all the uh, all the people in Robinvale, Mildura, Swan Hill exposure to these amazing athletes. You know. People people forget that the WNBL is the second the second best basketball competition on the planet. Um, mm. To the second best to the to the WNBA, obviously, these athletes are they're, they're the cream of the crop, and and we can't wait. Um, you know, with with schedules pending to to get up there and and be part of the community. Amazing. It's become very apparent that if you want to reach a really wide cross-section of the community, particularly in Robinvale with um, with the amount of different cultures we've got here, but also a different range of age demographics, if you want to engage the community and hold an event where you're going to get hundreds of people, hold a basketball event. People will come. Yeah. Yeah, look, basketball is such a great sport for that. You, you, don't, um, you don't have to be you don't have to be a high level athlete or, or, you know, have, have super skills to enjoy and play the game of basketball. It's, it is, you know, in essence, it's quite a simple sport. You, you dribble a ball, you pass it, you put the ball in the hoop. It's, it's, it's not that simple really, for some Mick, believe me. It, well, ref, in essence it is, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's a, it's a great sport that, that I think it was well, definitely on the on the rise um, in Australia. It's it's one of the fastest growing sports in terms of fan engagement, and and you know, granted that's predominantly due to the rise and and the growth of the NBL and the men's competition. Mm. But the WNBL are in you know they're in a they're in a similar position, and we've got as I said the second best league in the world. Um, we've got some of the best players in the world, and we get to enjoy that you know, week in, week out for that six months of um, the summer season. It, it, basketball in, in Bendigo is thriving. You know, we have um, about 4,800 domestic basketball participants in Bendigo. Um, and, and we have 121 referees. Wow. That, you know how many referees we've got here, Michael? Games. I'm probably looking at one of very few uh, as we speak. Well, I reckon on the roster at the moment, well, when the season ended, I think we had maybe six to eight, maybe ten at a stretch for a, uh, yeah. How many teams teams do you have up there? We've got 450-odd people playing basketball on one court. Let me just stress that. Okay. Yeah, we're running a four-day-a-week basketball court, basketball competition with 450 people on one court. I don't know what the count of um, teams is. I'd need someone on the committee for that. But um, refs are important. Can you bring one of the refs as well or a couple of them and run some referee clinics because we desperately need more? Yeah, look, we that would certainly – bring, bring the, the, the spirit – doesn't just 
been been bringing the athletes um, into the read. You know what the entirety of a, a professional um, basketball outfit looks like, mm-hmm. and and of course that includes our referee programs. It includes our coaches. Um, it includes our administrators and and our events team. Um, we we would we would be bringing all of those people um, to the region and and you know exposing everybody up there to to what it what it takes and what it means to you know run a professional sports team, and and everybody could benefit from that. You know, um, I, I would I'd love to come up there and, and speak to the people about um, you know how to how to generate. Um, you know more corporate support, more more commercial dollars into mm. the clubs, and 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 assisting. You know what are why for those um, for those businesses and organisations could look like. Um, definitely, our coaches would play a big role up there with with four hundred and fifty participants. Some guidance from some of the best coaches in the country would be would would be an amazing thing, mm. and then. You know, having the athletes up there, the plan would be to get into schools, to to run some clinics, to you know get into shopping centres, um, you know, just be in the community and, and uh, their profile um, with, with some of the young people up there. And you know, that's that's you and I both grew up in in a regional um, regional town, and you know what it's like when you when you've got um, when you've got these role models that you can actually attach to um, to be to, you know to be can up um, grace the the, the Mallee region but how how accessible is it when we're only um, two and a half hours three hours if you're in Mildura to to be able to bring these athletes coaches and administrators in into the region it's 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 an amazing opportunity baskets not easy to come by Levy's going to push all the way and gets there Here's Levy, gives it to Tobin. Yes, that's much better, Bendigo. Kilsyth are well and truly up. Got to move, the buzz will go. Oh, and it'd be just on it too. Uh, I think I think Bendigo went away, there you go. I think they've had a scare, and Geelong haven't. Here we go, long job. Could be on and is! Oh. Tessa Levy! A finish for the season for Knox. They had a great win last night. Off to Bendigo, hard to back it up. Come the, the journey down there. So I'm going to hold you to this. Like this is, isn't a isn't a chat going. Oh yeah, this is what we could do when this whole virus thing blows over. I've seen letters that, like this is going to happen one way or another. This is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and obviously with all the craziness um, at the moment, you know things are things are on pause. And I completely I completely understand that. But you know, Rural City Council, they, um, and we can't we, we can't wait to work with all the you know local government, um, the the state government and federal government representatives up there, and 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 really make this a spectacle for the region. Um, mm. And we have some great connection up there as well. Um, our current director of Coaching Joe Hurst um, is formerly from Mildura. Yep. So she's, um, she's in college uh, in the US. Um, and, and, you know, Adam Tar. I know Adam from, he was at the Hothouse for a league, he was a manager there he's for a long time. General manager of the Spirit. Yeah. Um, only only moved on uh, not even not even 12 months ago. And, you know, so we've, we've already got the connection with the group and, and with the brand. Um. Mick, this is really extraordinarily <laughs> exciting so we will keep in touch with you as this whole thing blows over and we can actually put a plan into place and we can get some 
funding for it. We've just spoken to Ali Kappa and Anne Webster, our state and federal members. So they're fans of this podcast. I shouldn't say fans. They're friends of this podcast already. So there's, there's lines open everywhere. So one way or another, I'm going to make this happen for Robin Vale because like I said to you before, if there is one way to engage the community in this town, it's through basketball. So let's take advantage of it. Yeah, and I've spoken to Anne, and she's she's amazing. You know, I, I I think it's unwavering support up there for for the idea. It's it's just everyone up there is very supportive of the idea. It's just ticking the boxes now, um, ensure we ensuring we can um, secure the funding. And as I said, we can't wait. That is tremendous news. Hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for answering the call on Facebook last night. I've just been thinking of ways that we can break the cycle of talking about this thing that's going on and have a bit of fun and talk about something like without sport at the moment. What else do you talk about? Um, You'd be in the same spot, like being a sport lover when there's nothing on. What do you talk about? What do you think about? What do you watch? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one one thing. One thing everybody can do is um, is some professional and personal development. Um, Booktopia is still operating, so you can still buy books. There's plenty of online podcasts and those sorts of things about being, you know, super positive. Mm. Hey, we're going to get through this. Um, mm. We will absolutely, we'll absolutely nail this at some point. Is it going to hurt? Yeah, of course it's going to hurt. But you know. The, the, the silver lining, as you said earlier, is that we'll be stronger for this. We'll be stronger as communities. We'll be stronger as businesses. We'll be, we'll be more future-focused and, and strategic-minded in, in how we set our, our, our plan. We'll be stronger and, and more unified. I, I, it's just temporary, you know. Sport is a massive part of our lives in this country. There's no, no two ways about that. But you can be pretty certain that um, all your favourite programs are going to be on loop and, and you'll get to watch all the grand finals that you, you know, um, great grand finals from the AFL. Um, no doubt the other sports will jump on board and, and you know, there's plenty of activity on, on social media around sports. You can definitely get your fix. I've just found the home court uh, website, so I'm going to post that up when I put your little link up as well. Mick, I will let you go, even though you've probably got a, not a huge amount else to do as the rest of the country as well. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for the commitment. Thanks for talking to us. And we'll talk to you again soon um, when this whole idea and plan really grows some legs. Awesome, mate. Thanks for having me. Take care. That is certainly something to look forward to. And don't we need that right now? So whilst you're at home, practice your jump shot. Practice your three-point shooting. Practice, practice, practice. I should practice what I preach. I'll put the link for Home Court up in the show notes and on the website so you can have a play with that, but it's downloadable in the App Store now. Next week, Donnie will be finished picking completely, and after our conversation this week, I think he's in pretty good spirits. Charlie will be around somewhere, and we shall see if we can catch up with him as well and get his cardboard cutout auctioned off. For now, stay home, stay safe, Support local business. This podcast is a Clear Eyes Media production. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au. Now is not the time to be putting pressure on yourself. Not about anything. Not about homeschooling the kids or having a strict routine or cooking dinner or anything really. We all need to go a bit easy on ourselves and each other. The Jack can help with a little bit of that. Al and Dean are still cooking every weeknight just to take a bit of the pressure off and because you still have to eat. Grab the new menu from the website, robinvalebridgemotel.com.au. 
but be aware that the menu is subject to change at any given moment. Take the pressure off with a zero-touch takeaway order from the Jack Bar and Bistro. Find them on Facebook, Instagram or at robinvalebridgemotel.com.au.